1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: How much of a weapon is that when you have a guy who is a 30-goal scorer, a 68-point scorer, but he can have that much of an edge and the team defending and has to worry when they play the Sabres, this guy can score and hurt us, and we got to kind of watch this guy, too. It's, it is... I mentioned with Dylan after the game the other day uh, mentioned to you guys how much I love the emotion uh, and felt is you know it, it's the NHL you, we want to play with emotion we want to learn how to control our emotion uh, but but we want to play with it and I thought that was more than appropriate to to, to elevate emotionally at uh, where he did uh, I'm okay with him it, it, you know he's gonna ride a line and I'm okay with them riding, riding the edge and riding the line. Sometimes it may result in, you know, every, every call is a subjective, has a subjective element to it, uh, but we need, um, we need our team to play with that, and, and I think Dylan uh, is a leader in that regard and um, love that component and match with, skill, with the skill he has or, or combine that with the skill he has, and it's, uh, uh, we know that's a major asset uh, within our organization
1: one of those cases where it's easier to pull a guy back from that line than it is to get him to approach it.
0: Yeah, you you don't want to be prodding guys to do that that you, you hope that that's a real comfort uh, level and that it, it's within them and natural and it is with Dylan. He's feisty and competitive and there's been more than more than one there've been several times after games uh emotional nights in here where he's he's stopped by the coach's office to uh, to vent, and, and uh, he never um, does that without basically marking that team on the calendar in his mind. The next game, and you can see it, or he'll even say it. You know, um, you know, we play them in X amount of days or something, and he's he's ultra competitive, um, and uh, I think we all know that. And it's nice to nice to have him.
1: Seth was talking recently about how Brian Johnson. Is capable of running power play, and, you know, the AHL and whatever, but he's going to have to kind of change, uh, do different things to get to the NHL. How have you seen Nick Bryant grasp or, or understand that, you know, you guys Owen and Rasmus, he's going to have to uh, maybe a little bit of a different path to the
0: NHL? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know that he played much power play last year at oh. Minnesota, uh, which, um, Obviously, he had to find ways to contribute other than power play in Minnesota against one of, or with one of the top teams in the country in college hockey. And he did just that. So I think he's evolved. His game has evolved through his four years going through Minnesota. Uh, and he's, you know, I've seen him mature even from year to year. Uh, he's a kid that I watched at 15 years old. Um, here, I think in Buffalo, either here or Buffalo or Rochester, in the USA hockey camps, and remember him very well uh, and, and followed his career. Obviously, we, we selected him and could follow it a little closer. But he, he will, and he has shown to do whatever's needed. Uh, he's very intelligent, meaning, and what I think of when I say that is he's acclimated really fast to how we want to play, systematically, uh, to how we want to play as a pair of D. Uh, it's been really impressive to see that. And that means he's not coming in here trying to prove himself. Or, you know, most guys that think about power play, they try to prove how, the, how skilled they are. Uh, he hasn't done that at all. He's come in here trying to figure out okay, what's expected and how do I make an impression that this organization wants? What area do they want me to make an impression in? Not many players come in here with that level of maturity. So he was able to target right away with clarity on on how he could move up our depth chart. And uh, I would say this camp, he has done well in that regard. The guys, I know Kyle organized a trip to go see the first game against the Jets with the guys. Um, They go to the game yesterday. I know they went to a Bisons game together before training camp started. When you look at that, though, is that more than just guys going to a game? Does that mean more to you? The team that just guys come well, I know it's more because I know these guys, and and they, first of all, they they, they love the camaraderie. They like doing things uh, as a group as much as possible. Even when we go on the road and we have two three days off in between games, I can think of California. They're they're doing everything as a group. They're out in the grass playing football together, and they're, you know, they're uh, so uh, they're a pretty tight knit, close team. And the second component, I've said it a lot. They they love being in buffalo they take a pride on it and where i see that uh you know it's easy to say whether well, you could do that wherever they are i see them you know there's a lot of just simple trash talking in an nhl game they take it personal when someone tries to trash talk buffalo itself um and and you see that i mean that elevates their that provides a spark like no other um they they want to fight for 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 this community uh, because they love being part of this community. And when you mention those sporting events, that's that's a big part of the community. And I think that's, uh, that's why we all enjoy those. I don't know how much of the game you took in yesterday. Um, obviously, you're a busy guy. But um, for them to be on the field and they have Josh and Stefan Diggs like, really hyping up the crowd right in front of them, do you think seeing other Buffalo stars like that bring that energy could be something they internalize going into the season? There is no question. Yeah, there's no question. That you will extract from that more motivation. It's just you know, I can I, I didn't go to the game yesterday. I've been to multiple games, and every time uh, you go, you're you're even walking around before the game, and you see the hype. You you it makes you want to do better. You know, it makes you it makes you elevate your own standard, and and you you're pretty proud to have an opportunity. Uh, to compete again within this community, and I think those two things resonate with me, and they resonate, I'm sure, with the players. You know, it's a it's a privilege to to be part of this organization, which is part of this community.
1: Two years ago, Don, where the organization was at, it was development
0: and moving guys along and just improving, improving every day. Now, with where you're at, and what's it been like to, I guess sort
1: of flip that switch where now in your goal it's winning. But you also have to keep that forward-thinking mindset to think, okay, you know, you also have all these organizational decisions that sort of are all-encompassing that surround the uh, immediate goal.
0: Well, the short answer is it's a hell of a lot more fun, Lance, to be in a position now where you, you know, I, I – I, where you expect to win, and, and winning is, is more of a personal mandate and a mandate through the organization in, in the sense of a real emphasis. Two years, and I, I, I will contrast that to two years ago. Um, yeah, we wanted to win, and I think, you know, you you're in denial if you think you're going to win consistently with, again, we picked Owen Power two years ago. We were, we were the 31st team overall or the 32nd. I can't remember if Seattle was in the league then or not. But the point is, yeah, you stand up here as an NHL coach in an organization and you're supposed to say the right things, which is, you know, we have to win and we better win. This can never happen and this can never happen and this is unacceptable. Well, that's denial in, in my book. And we had to accept where we were at and say we have to build to the point where we could win consistently. And I feel we're, we've are we built a long way, and our players have come a long way in two years, uh, that they now should feel they can win consistently. And decisions for me and for our organization uh, now change with that notion, with that realm. And we're in a different realm. And decisions and coaching are totally different now. Um, you know we, and, this, and this shouldn't be lost in that, you know, we've, we've gotten this far being uh, not being impatient, being patient, but we've tried to make smart moves and smart decisions, we're not going to lose patience, just because we're here. Just because we're at the next level, and that this is still a process that's going to demand patience and not erratic emotional decisions and that's fun because the intensity heats up and you've got to maintain your composure and confidence through that so um, you know it's a privilege to have pressure we have more pressure and we're going to have to learn how to handle it and manage it uh, day by day to make sure we continue to move this team forward and again with some sort of patience
1: Don't.
0: I try not to envision them yet. I think it's it'd be unfair to, to, to all any of these guys. You know, I just had a talk with Alex Tuck and he had a great year last year and Skinner had a great year last year. I, I don't wanna start planning that these guys are gonna have greater years and and just stay in the moment. And the moment right now they're healthy, they're going, let's figure out game one how they can get after it and, and build and build. And so if they stay healthy, we'll keep building. We'll, we'll be able to progress all of these guys even more. Uh, that's the beauty and the fun of this sport. It's the fun of me being in this position. Um, you know, our, our mandate in the coaching room is to, to advance each and every guy each and every day. And when you're not healthy and you don't have as much support, sometimes it's a bit of survival through the day. Uh, you, you tread a little bit of water until you can get healthy. In the case of Jordan Greenway last year, unfortunately, he had to tread a lot of water because he had to play – not healthy uh, virtually the entire year. Um, there was something that was injured on him, which inhibited him. So he's fresh now, and um, you know I, 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 I know his potential, but um, he's, he's gotten better every day in practice, as many other guys have, and I'm excited to see where, where it leads.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.